Episode 27 of Gaming Fix. Uh, I'm your absentee host, uh, although I did send child support across to my many children. <laughs> I never oh. saw a penny. It was emotional support. Um, uh, uh, I yeah, I'm your absentee father today. We have also on the line uh, Alex. Yep. Andre. <laughs> A.K.A. Yuki Chan's Papa's Papa. <laughs> uh, Erica? Hello. We definitely need to be done in the next two hours because I have wrestling to watch, so. And Pat, my best boy. I could be here all day. <laughs> it's already night for me. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, video games are great. I haven't really touched any for two weeks because uh, my life is an insane ball of... Because uh, you just do CrossFit now. <laughs> yeah. But there's, also, there's a lot of uh, wedding preparation happening at the moment. And I started a new job and every day seems to be some sort of social event. We have a Wimbledon social with scones and strawberries and cream on Friday and a Wii Tennis tournament. And I was like, Wii Tennis? Where are we getting a Wii? And the girl who's running it was like, oh, don't worry, I can get a Wii. <laughs> and then, yeah, she's like, oh, for the price for the tournament, we're going to be giving away the Wii. And I was like, Wii's probably worth less than the £5 entry fee for the tournament. <laughs> Amazing. Whoa. You get one of those cool red Canadian Wiis. It's not going to be a red Canadian Wii. It's going to be a second-hand Wii from the shop that I used to work at, CEX. And the controller port flat will be missing and it'll have a sticker on it that says discounted <laughs> so <laughs> video games uh why don't you I had this... Mario tennis yeah <laughs> uh i had this really cool idea the other day where we could talk about games in order instead of going through person by person how does any does anyone feel strongly against this what do you mean by order? So Game I just alphabetical order. I mean, yeah, maybe. But uh, <laughs> I just thought it might be fun to go by instead of to go, Pat, talk about your thing. For me to go, hey guys, what's up with Conan Exiles? Spoilers for Pat's thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Solo. I just I was listening to some games podcasts this week because I had a lot of time walking to and from places. And was like, this is how everyone else does it. <laughs> you could try. Anyway, you should listen so, to you should listen to the 2011 bombcasts where Ryan just randomly switches up the segments, or they bring out dice to decide the segments. <laughs> well, don't give me ideas, Alex. <laughs> I've already stolen liberally from other podcasts. Oh, I don't know where my dice are. What kind of dice are we talking about? Not a true game. I'm sure Pat has plenty, like, if we need. (laughs) Yeah, I have a lot of different dice. The most readily available dice, though, are, like, custom X-Wing dice, and they don't actually have numbers on them. So, (laughs) 
kind of screwed there. How did the X-Wing thing go? Oh, yeah, that thing I two weeks ago or whatever it was. Uh, it was good. I placed 32nd out of like around 100 people. Cool. So, yeah, felt pretty good. I Tom made off. it to stage two. Yeah, uh, did not not fall to the first cut. Uh, yeah, it's good. Now uh, I have I'm playing the first Imperial list that I've ever played in X-Wing for the next Ooh. first championship season. Uh, do people just not play Imperial? No, everyone plays Imperial. <laughs> Not everyone, but a lot of people like Imperials are very fast and dodgy in that game. Um, and I've just never gotten into them because uh, I never wanted to buy them because I always just wanted to buy Rebel ships. But mm-hmm. uh, they came out with uh, Director Chronic's ship from Rogue One. Rogue One. It's very cool. Yeah. So that got me over. Hmm. Cool. Um, Eternal Exiles is a video game. Yeah, um, with a lot of, uh, as I understand it, all I know about Conan Exiles is a lot of ding dongs in it. Yeah, do you guys like dongs? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! Then you'd love Conan Exiles. Yeah, right, let's, let's just uh, like let's just talk about ding dongs for a little bit. Like, what's so, up with them? Are they jiggly or what? Uh, they're a little bit jiggly. They kind of can jump around from like being in the front to being where like. You wouldn't expect a dong to come out, uh, like underneath, like, you're, like out of your toes or what? No, like out of your crotch, but like there's like some tucked? weird, yeah, sort of. Like there's there's gifts of people like crouching, and then their dongs are sticking out behind them, and it looks like a tail. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk, pretty good. <laughs> so like I bought that game in the Steam sale because I've been waiting to get it when it was on sale. I don't typically like straight survival games. Like, so you got a gay one. Whoa. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't typically like uh, uh, stuff like Ark um, or Rust or anything like that. I like Subnautica a lot. I like those games when they have some kind of thread that is like just a little bit more than that. Um, and this one kind of, I wasn't sure if it really had that or not, but I've always liked Funcom games in the past, and I like Conan a lot. I've read every Conan story. Um so I was just kind of waiting on this one because I didn't want to spend $40 on it. And it was down to almost half off in the Steam sale. Um, so I decided to pick it up. Uh, first thing I did, though, in uh, talking about the speaking of dongs, was when you go to play single player, um, it defaults to no nudity. And the only way to change it is through an INI file. So I spent like a good 20 minutes to make sure I could see my dude's dong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the important so, things in life. <laughs> yeah, uh, clearly the important things. That game is weird. It's a, it's a, it's. I don't, I don't know if I'd say it's good, but there's aspects of it that are pretty compelling. In that, like, it's just a weird thing. Like the the like, when you play on servers, um, like there's a lot of like, oh, this person, like I just see like a pile of nude corpses. With a bunch of dongs sticking out and stuff where people have been uh griefed or and things um this is and like the the progression is uh really interesting um it's uh it's it's like you don't just you can't just build everything out the gate and i know that this is kind of the case for a lot of these games but um you don't you, you have to like level up and unlock the ability to build new stuff, which was kind of new to me in survival games. Cause the last one I looked at was like, played like a free weekend of rust years and years ago. 
Um, so that was kind of interesting. There's like a stat system. So your health and stamina and stuff can go up uh, over time. And then other than that, it has pretty standard like, oh, you build your house and then you need to build like a crafting table to make certain things. And then you want to make more to make more stuff. You do this and that. Um, but the thing that kind of that game doesn't really have much of a story. It has a story kind of the way that No Man's Sky had a story did when it launched and that there's these big obelisks around the and monuments around the map and you can interact with them. And then there's like this ominous voiceover that talks about like the gods forsaking humanity and stuff. Conan's really dark. It's got a lot of like lots of like horrible monsters devouring entire armies of people sent by the gods and stuff. Is is one of them Jay Leno? (laughs) I was going to, I was count it time to Conan O'Brien joke. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, but there's a lot of weird deep cut stuff from the original stories too. Like, you can be different races of, of characters and a lot of it's stuff that's like pretty deep in the lore of Conan, which is kind of cool. And these are the same, this is the same team that as far as I know made age of Conan, the MMO. Um, and I don't know, it, it, it's still a survival game. It still has a lot of that bullshit. The interface still kind of looks like crap, but it feels pretty good to play, which is usually one of my biggest complaints with those kinds of games. The combat feels pretty good. Um, I would say it's, it's easily on par with like, Elder Scrolls-ish kind of combat. Uh, I would say even a little bit more tactically interesting, maybe. Um, I was playing today to record footage, and like, I didn't even notice, know that I could, but like, I cut, I targeted like the leg on accident of a monster that I was killing, and it crippled it, which is interesting. So there's all kinds of like location-based effects. There's combos, um, lots of different kinds of weapons. And then it also has like dungeons and raid content built into the map where you can go down and find specific like mythical gear and stuff like that by fighting really epic monsters. So I don't know. It's an interesting, I kind of, I don't know that it's made me like, now I'm going to play all the survival games, but I'm definitely not refunding this one. I'm going to continue to check it out because it seems fun and interesting. You play all of the survival games with dongs in them. Maybe that's what it really Maybe I'll maybe the next dong. But I don't want to play Rust. That sounds horrible. <laughs> and there's dong in that one too. Uh, how bad were you when you bought the game on the Steam sale and then you looked at the humble oh, yeah. bundle for this? Yeah. yeah, that was a little infuriating. I mean, it really only is like an eight dollar difference. I paid around twenty bucks for it, so I'm not and gonna get two more games. Yeah, and two games I don't, I don't really care about. Games, I've I subscribed know. to the Humble Monthly Bundle, actually, so I may keep it and give the, the code away for uh, for uh, Conan to get somebody else to try to play it. Fair. Is, is it, is it kind of like Rust in that like you can build, let's say, a fort or something, and then is that persistent when you're offline? Yeah, so th- there's a few ways that it's handled. Um, I'm playing on PvE conflict servers right now. There's three different kinds of servers, and then you can, if you start your own, there's you can customize everything. So the three different kinds really only apply to official servers. But there's PvE servers, and that's where no players can ever fight each other. Um, no one, you can't attack other people's buildings. Uh, if you don't, use a building for six days it gets destroyed use meaning like if you don't open the door on your house if you don't like whatever um 
So it, there is a mechanic to keep the map from getting littered, but with people's stuff that aren't actively playing. But uh, then PVE conflict servers, which I'm on now, you can't destroy each other's buildings, but uh, there's there are times when you can fight other players. It'll like open up for PVP, and during that time, you can fight other players. I, as far as I know, when you log off, your actual body is still there in the world. So like you want to log off in a safe place because someone could actually find you and kill you when you're not physically present in the world. That's what it says in that's like the cool. loading screens and stuff. I that seems crazy to me, but that's what it says in the loading screens, which also may be why there's like piles of corpses near the starting area because people make a character and then immediately quit. Um, hmm. cuz that game has a weird thing once you hit the character select inter- or character creation interface, you have to alt F4 out. Um, or make the character. Uh, there's no way to join a server and then back out uh, unless you've made a character already. But then there's also full PvP where you can blow up each other's buildings and stuff. Uh, there's also on PvE servers, there's a timer for the purge, which is like every couple of days. Force, <laughs> yeah. Every cup. Well, actually, every couple of days, a large NPC force will kind of sweep through the map and attack people's structures so it's never always the same sometimes it could be like a huge pack of wild animals sometimes it could be uh, an npc army of characters or something um so there are there are interesting ways even if you're playing pve to try to like emulate some of the pvp experience of having to go to war and fight other clans and stuff sounds similar to um how they ended the beta for world of warcraft i don't know if any of you guys were yeah, alive back then, but uh, no, <laughs> I played in the beta for World of Warcraft. Um, yeah, but like I, I always remember how like that basically being the coolest thing that I've ever seen in an MMO, and yeah. no one ever really topping it. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like those, that. For those not aware, they set the Burning Legion on Azeroth, and just like the world was covered with these unkillable giant fire demons. And they just went around killing all the NPCs, killing all the players. It was pretty cool. Yeah, the one, the big caveats, it's, it is sort of like that when the purge happens, though, a little bit less impressive. There's a couple of big caveats I have with uh, Conan. One of them is there's no, Andy like... Richter? Huh? Is it Andy Richter? <laughs> there's, one of them is no, there's no... Um, no Max Weinberg. Uh, there's god damn it i've seen max weinberg live he played drums for bruce springsteen's band uh anyway uh they there's there's no uh like npc settlements there are npc um like groups of enemies that'll just attack you on site but there's no like places you can trade or talk to npcs um i think that's kind of too bad they were working on that but they cut it for launch and they're going to try to implement it but now that it's out uh the other thing is there's no mounts which the world is super huge and really diverse and interesting, and it kind of sucks that you just have to walk everywhere. Um, I would have really liked to see mounts, but apparently they tried to... That was like a core feature that was going to be a main major part of the game because Conan riding like elephants and rhinos and stuff is kind of a key part of the stories. Um, but their engine couldn't handle players moving above a certain speed and throughout the early access period they weren't able to solve the problem and so then they just put the game out and said yeah maybe someday <laughs> which seems like a really lame i mean i don't like it seems like a maybe seems like a minor thing to get hung up on but 
like part of me is like dude i want to ride a like horse or a rhino or something like it's a big part of the conan fantasy so that's a little lame but so if you were going to give conan exiles a rating between one star and five star what do you think he would settle on for the moment as of right now um i don't know it's hard to say because i haven't seen a lot of the like interesting stuff like the dungeons and things but probably give it like three stars maybe what about the scale one to pancake uh bananas foster being the highest well what are the points in the middle um, scale is one to pancake banana fosters <laughs> is the highest what is the score i don't know like uh, i'm gonna stick with three okay <laughs> what about a belgian waffle i don't this isn't this is i can't process this <laughs> it's a very academic school system that andre and andre's come up with and i subscribe to <laughs> we'll say an english muffin how about that is, is, is this the okay. scale they use at the International House of Burgers? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if they changed it. Wait, do they have... I think there's one in Tokyo. I don't know if they changed it here. The International House of Burgers sounds like a pretty scary place to be. Andre, I feel like um, scary houses are a big feature of Resident Evil 7's DLC. Hey, that was a good segue, Sam. I'm Actually, proud of you. Scary how about two weeks off. Makes it to a semifinal, and then he just gets suddenly on with the segues. There are there are no. It's coming on, boys. There are no scary houses in Resident Evil Seven. That was a terrible segue. God damn it! No, uh, I was Resident Evil for you. 7 it's not the houses that make it scary. It's the enemies, the people in it. It's it's yeah. I mean, Resident the houses are kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I played a bunch of the DLC for Resident Evil 7 because I had heard it was very interesting and did like some cool stuff. And overall, I'd say that is true. Um, you get to put into, there's like three or four kind of shorter ones and then two like meteor kind of hour long ones. Um and so the shorter ones are kind of like saw-like scenarios. Um, I don't care for like the saw movies or like the torture porn kind of stuff. What? Yeah, you know. Sorry. Um, the first one's real good. But um, oh yeah, yeah. So one of them, you're like stuck in like this horrible game of blackjack. Uh, it's like a knockoff blackjack where there's only one of each card. It's like one to 11 and there's no doubles, but uh, yeah. And then, so like, if you lose, then like you're playing against another guy. If you lose, like they chop off a finger, you lose again, they chop off more fingers. You lose all your fingers, you lose. But the problem is if your opponent loses, he, uh, he gets back up. He doesn't die. He gets back up and then you get electrocuted I mean, you only lost ten fingers. It's not fatal. Five, only five. But uh, then, then, uh, but if you lose all five fingers, you die. So this seems unfair. Yeah. Oh, but it gets real unfair. But uh, yeah, so that whole thing is just like you're playing blackjack for like three or four rounds, which is, and then they like add on stuff like trump cards, which like 
you can play one and it'll let you draw like, oh, you can draw the three if it hasn't been drawn or like the four, or you can double your opponent's bet. So they'll die quicker. Uh, so that was pretty interesting and gross just because like you're watching all these fingers and stuff get chopped off and the fidelity in that game is high enough that it's unpleasant. <laughs> Wait, is it, uh, is it all five fingers on one hand or is it like the pinky finger on one, your left hand and then your ring finger on your right? So like the thing you like, you wake up and you're like, what the fuck's going on? And then your hand is like stuck in a thing. Like you're getting a manicure or something. And then so like these little guillotines pop up on each finger just like a manicure yeah just like a manicure <laughs> so your, your fingers are like strapped down so you've only got one hand free to play this blackjack game <laughs> uh yeah that was and then and in that dlc and the, the other one uh bedroom i think it was called you're playing as one of the characters from the demo clancy um i think clancy is a, a videographer from the demo I think so like the person you play as and in bedroom you're locked in a bedroom and you have to figure out a way to get out without like making uh the mom suspicious of you and so like you like get up and you like open drawers and like things and then you have to put if, if you make too much noise she'll be like what's that and you'll have like a minute to put everything back where it was and get into bed and like lock yourself back up otherwise she'll kill you oh yeah and, yeah so that was like a pretty cool like adventure gamey like okay i have to solve all these puzzles but then like okay i have to remember where everything was so i can put it back so i don't get in trouble uh so that was cool um then let's see I'm trying to think of the other small ones oh there's Jack's 55th birthday party, which is uh, Jack is the dad or daddy, as he's often called in the game. Uh, and it's his birthday. And so you have to run around like the levels in the house, picking up food and then running back to him and just shoving it in his face. <laughs> God, That's man. exactly like my birthday. <laughs> like hmm. well, the whole thing is like the mom made this big meal and he ate it all, but he's still hungry so you have to go and find more food for him and like you'll find like pepper or like cheese and then you can put that on the dishes you find and get bonus points the dude knows how to but, live but while you're running around and he's wearing like a clown face like glasses and like a nose it's weird uh, <laughs> so you're but you're running around the house and you have to like kill enemies to like get bonus time and or stop the timer and then run back and it's weird uh, you have like a big item box where you can like pull out different items but if you have, the more items you have the less room you have for food in your inventory so it's like managing that this sounds absurd <laughs> yeah it's it's real wild uh there's a like rogue light 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 thing where it's the same it's like the exact same setup and like enemy layout every time, but the you have to find items that are distributed in random boxes throughout the level. And so then you have to like, like all you start with is a knife and then you have to get like bullets and guns and then you have to make your way to the greenhouse and kill one of the bosses from the game, which is one of the harder bosses, I think. Uh, so that that's like neat, but also it's a pain in the ass. 
it, I, I would have liked it if they had like mixed it up more um and like so like you could end up in different levels and stuff like that but like i think it's a cool idea maybe kind yeah. of reminiscent of like the mercenaries modes of the previous games and then the two story deals oh there's also one that is um what is it called uh, daughters which is like how everything started for the family uh, and there's like two endings uh, so that's interesting and that actually kind of fleshes out and confirms some of my suspicions about the game uh, about like the story of the main game uh, oh. where that family is not as nice as they say because um, there's a point where like oh no we're not bad people but then you read some like eh you're not the greatest family <laughs> um, and then the story DLC is one you know, spoilers you play as Chris Redfield and you're hunting mm-hmm. down Lucas and it's kind of like Resident Evil 5e kind of in like it's um, kind of like the action aspect of it but just into Resident Evil 7 engine so it plays better and you can move and shoot and like actually control your character besides them just being like a walking box and then uh, and so you're like moving your way through traps and stuff uh, and like trying to save your teammates but they all die spoilers Uh, (laughs) but that is very like traditional Resident Evil like you end up in like a secret lab and stuff uh, and then End of Zoe is maybe the most fun one, which I think is what the video playing in the chat or in the feed is. You play as uh, the like brother of the dad. Uh, I can't remember his name. I don't know if his name ever actually comes out. Yeah, well, yeah, he plays the uncle. Um, uncle Phil, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, but <laughs> so you're trying to save Zoe, the daughter of the family. Because she's like some bad stuff's happening to her, and it takes place like kind of in the last half of the or the last like third of the game, like simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And uh, he punches everything. Like, he doesn't use guns. He just he punches all the enemies. And uh, you have like so like you write and I was playing on uh, keyboard and mouse. So he you right and left click to like punch with your right and left hands and so you have combos depending on which order you click in and so then you can like knock enemies down and then stomp on their head Uh, you pick up these little like effigies boxer effigies that uh, give you more strength they raise your power by like 1% or 5% depending on the one you pick up cool It's you pick up grubs like bugs for your health (laughs) and so like you can combine them with chem fluid to make like a first aid thing, or you can just like eat the bug. And then, so he pulls out much like a crunch, pulls out like a giant centipede and eats it first person uh-huh. style. It's, mm, it's gross. Uh, did, did I see some wrestling moves in that video too? Yes. Yes. I was about to say, uh, <laughs> there's a, there's like a persistent boss that kind of follows you through and you have to fight multiple times. In the first fight, or not the first fight, but like the actual first boss fight with him, you power bomb him, right? <laughs> Which is yeah, first person power bomb, cool as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, that 
it, that story uh, kind of goes places. You get like a bionic arm at one point, yeah, that you pick up from like a like a, a box that's left by like the army dudes there. That it's every I'm the there's only one DLC in that whole thing that I haven't played, but everything else seems pretty good. So I'm I hope that they kind of continue doing stuff like that for the resident evil 2 remake and if they make a resident evil 8 i'd love to see more stuff like this sounds cool um i can't play any of these games because they're too scary yeah me too you play in vr erica yeah i was gonna say I... with all the vr you've been playing i've i've it's watched enough. my i watched my ex-housemate play um uh, play uh, Resi 7 in VR for maybe 10 seconds before I move myself to another room. I watched most of that game on a Twitch stream. Um, and I don't know. I've watched, I've actually, I've seen a few of the Resident Evil games on Twitch streams, but I watched them like on my phone and like a little far away from my face. <laughs> uh, I think the Jack's 55th birthday is like a, if you just want to like see what that game kind of feels like it's not very scary like the monsters are there but it they just kind of like like blah and then they have like baseball helmets and like little hats on the, <laughs> the, the thing watching states. that game from what i've heard about it too like the it's the and this may be totally off base but the opening parts of that game are like way scarier than the rest of the game yeah, yeah. like the first like yeah, the first areas, like three areas, are way scarier like, than like the second half of the game. After you get through the first real big boss fight with the dad, I think it is, or whatever, like when you're in the basement, my understanding is it gets a lot easier to play from a scariness perspective after that. Yeah, you're talking about like the chainsaw one? Yeah. Yeah, for like, sure. That's kind of kicks it off into like being more crazy and less scary. Whereas prior to that, because like when I, what I saw of it seemed way too scary for me too. When you're like getting stalked by him in the house, that's the kind of stuff I don't like because it's too scary. Like I, that's why I didn't play like Outlast and stuff. Uh, but I've heard that after the chainsaw fight, it kind of trend tends to trend more towards classic Resident Evil territory. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never liked any Resi games purely because yeah, too scary. Big, um, big wimp. I never found any of the other ones that scary, but the but seven, the beginning stuff seemed way beyond it's, what I could handle. It's mm. very intense, but have any of you played it in VR? I wouldn't. No VR There's no way I would do that. I I do intend to play it someday after they remake two and three, and I can play one through six on a modern machine uh, in ten years. <laughs> which by then they won't be able to do that anyway, but whatever. <laughs> Keep the dream alive. Yeah, you know, you never know. Um, while we're on the topic of VR, uh, I believe we can make the right kind of music and talk about rock band VR. Yeah, sure. Now you're just trying too hard. <laughs> I, I thought of the joke liked joke. I thought of the reference two, two minutes ago. I was trying to work it and I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> So Rock Band VR is probably, I, I'm i like, in terms of VR experiences I've had, 
I would put it right up at the top. It is like Google Earth and Rock Band VR, like the two like top things I've done in VR now. It's really good. <laughs> I'm gonna try to explain what makes it so good, but like I don't think I can speak intelligently about music. So <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do my best. I would really like to see Alex maybe play this game sometime in the future because it's like you know I, I would like to see somebody who knows what they're talking about like talk about this game um because it's very different than regular rock band it uh i mean you can play regular rock band in the game they have that option um but it's it's like impossible to fail as far as i know um because you kind of just play what you want to play and somehow they figure out how to make it sound good and i don't know how i don't know what they do in this game that makes it all sound good, but they like, it's kind of more about like your ability to play chords instead of like individual notes. And so you just keep making like these chord shapes on your, your, uh, your guitar. And it just, I don't know. It figures it out for you. <laughs> but, are you playing songs or are you playing? Um, is it like more like freestyle kind of play whatever you want? you're playing songs like it's okay. like you know like there's you know like i was playing a fleetwood mac song but like it's it's you're playing whatever notes you want i guess huh. but i mean it's not yeah it's not whatever you want because they do they do have specific sounds that they have predetermined for each song for like this chord in this if you play this chord in this measure that that way it will uh it'll play that sound but like i don't, I don't know how to describe it exactly it's like well, kind of a hard game to describe sounds like it's similar to the way that solos and freestyle sections were done in rock band four maybe yeah that, that was a thing there like when it was came to a solo you could have it set for custom solos and then you could kind of like noodle around on the buttons with chords and buttons and it would kind of play up and down scales um and make it sound good but uh it it just sounds like maybe they've like taken that to like a full song instead of just being those specific segments sounds interesting yeah they have like um instead of like the highway there's like a like kind of just a a whole bunch of bars like in front of you talking mm -hmm. about uh about um oh <laughs> xavier just handed me notes <laughs> he said each chord shape is a different chord type there's muted power i can't say that word arpeggiated arpeggiated uh, <laughs> octave yeah. and bar um but yeah so he, he's put a lot more time into it than i have at this point but um it's it like the the instead of having like the normal like highway type of uh of thing that's like a it's like there's like a measures above the crowd Mm -hmm. um and you're just like on stage playing this song and you know you kind of you can create chord combos and that's how you get you know a good score is i like if you're gonna play this game i really highly recommend playing the tutorial because it's really helpful and it's like it's one of those things where it, you can have a much better time if you know what you're doing kind of but um it's 
really cool. It's definitely the most immersive thing I've ever done in VR. Like I, <laughs> I've, when I was playing it for the first time, I was naked. Um, and then I took off the VR set and I put clothes on because I was that uncomfortable. It was that immersive. And I felt like there were people really there. Do you think, sorry, do you think this is, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna ask, do you think this is, this could only work in VR or is it something that could work on in like traditional ways too? Um, I think you would have less fun with it if it wasn't in VR, um, I, for me personally, like, you know, it's one of those things where it, you're you're deciding what it's going to sound like. So it could potentially be more embarrassing and you could feel a little more dorky if people were watching you and can hear what you're doing than in VR. But the VR is really just so good in this game that I think if you have the opportunity to play, oh, I, mean, I guess you can only play it in VR right now, but if if that changes i highly recommend the vr it's really really good like the crowd makes really aggressive eye contact with you <laughs> which is why i put on clothes <laughs> and you know the uh the like the drummer and stuff like that will talk to you a little bit you have to like look over at him to start the song and it's just really well done and the crowd gets more excited if you're doing well and it's like it there's during the um like the freestyle solo parts um there there's like sparks that shoot out of the end of your guitar and you can like hit the people in the crowd and it actually kind of has like a reaction and you can like hit the the um you can hit like some of the drums and it'll make sounds and stuff like that it's it's really cool it's well done it's really like i don't have enough good things to say about it it's really really cool <laughs> And you and there is the option to play regular rock band if you want to in that That's game cool. too, which is That's nice. Good. And uh, the only difference is like like you, it's still like the same thing, but you can kind of look down at your guitar if you want to while you're in VR. So that's that's it. Definitely has yeah. still like the VR aspects of it, but you know you could still play regular highway like VR. That's I mean cool. rock band. <laughs> it's kind of like a sad. It's a casualty of the like the fact that they need to stop. We need like it only works on Oculus. It only works with an Oculus Touch. You can't yeah. do it with Vive, which is disappointing. Because like I was looking at it like, oh, if it's just fifty bucks for a guitar controller, I could totally see ordering that and hooking it up to Vive. But like I'm not, I have a Vive. I'm not going to buy an Oculus just to play yeah. VR. Yeah, they make um, you put like a weird loop on the back of your yeah. guitar, and then you stick the the touch controller inside of that. Yeah, I think it's less Harmonix's fault. I don't necessarily blame them. If that's the system that works better and that they got the deal with, then you uh-huh. can't blame them. But just goes to show that like it's kind of sucks that an already small user base gets split by stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. Is is there not? Is it only you can go from? You can play Vive games on Oculus, but you can't play Oculus games on Vive still? Generally, but okay. in this case, it's more of a hardware limitation because you need mm. that that connector that clips onto the guitar. Um, I'm sure that there's probably people that have jerry-rigged ways to play it with the Vive, but I don't mm. have the patience for that. I just want to okay. put the headset on and go. And it's only officially supported by Oculus. Right, so it'd be kind of like having a Wii version versus a PS3 version using a Wiimote versus a move controller. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah yeah if you if you have an oculus this is the game itself is i think 40 dollars um if you have a rock band for i think i don't know if it has to be a rock band for controller it does i was just looking it does though yeah um but yeah uh, if you have one of those laying around it's definitely worth the 40 dollars. i don't know if it's worth you know buying one of those i don't know maybe it is worth buying one of those if you you already have an oculus i'm not saying go out and buy an oculus to play this but like it's really good it's really really cool it's like it rewards you for like dumb things like head banging during like you know during what do they call it when god i can't remember now in rock band when like you tilt your guitar to have like bonus points what whammy well, no, no. when you star star power is that the yeah. overdrive 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 is what it is in rock band star yeah, power star power is our hero it's yeah hero. so like if you if you headbang with the vr headset on to like the beat of the song it will extend the overdrive longer and it's just like a lot of really cute little touches that they put in there that make you feel super cool but you would look like the biggest dork playing this in front of anybody else <laughs> huh. so if you're playing a Who song, do you get extra points for like throwing your guitar through the drum set? <laughs> I haven't tried to do that, <laughs> but I mean, I have like I have like gone over to the drummer and like kind of tapped it with like the edge of my guitar and stuff like that, and it it has like an effect, like it definitely does stuff. And your drummers love that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's really well done really immersive the crowd is hella creepy but in a good way (laughs) so they just really look at you with like this weird dead smile but they're like into what you're doing but they really make really aggressive eye contact the whole time Hmm. but i don't know i can't recommend it enough it's really really good (laughs) is that a goat on stage (laughs) um yes yes Yes, it is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm um, watching the footage, and all of a sudden, there's a goat headbanging. Yeah, there's there's different uh, like story sections, which I think have like different venues, and you kind of in the main me- menu, which is kind of just a room that you travel around by hitting the whammy bar by looking in the direction you want to go and hitting the whammy bar, and um, it, yeah, the one of the sections is uh, a goat section. <laughs> Good, strong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of um, moving on to the next video game. Uh, Iron over there? You don't have anything for goats? <laughs> uh, well, I am the greatest of all time. Oh, Thanks, everyone. Um, I'm glad wow. no one disagreed like, straight away. Um, I you said you weren't talking about games. You didn't uh, play anything, I thought. Uh, I didn't really play anything, no, but last week I played some stuff, um, and I thought that because it was something that Pat also wanted to talk about, and I know that most of us have actually given it a shot, we might talk about Octopath Traveler for a couple of minutes. That game is good. So, I feel like Andre and Alex have different opinions to that game is good. How you Alex, you mean Pat? You mean Pat? Who? What? Alex? Alex? Play Octopath? I'm confused. Yeah. I played, that, play I played that three-hour demo. I never got the real game. 
That's not out yet. Well, the, really, yeah, the real game's oh. not out yet. Okay, okay, so you played the most recent demo. That's yeah. what I've played, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I came around on it by the time I finished it, but I just, like, the, the early going on some of those stories is so slow. Oh, it's slow, yeah. That's no, there's no, you'll get no arguments for me there. Some of the dialogue seems stupid, too. But yeah, once I saw that they talk, they speak differently in different areas, I felt it was less... I felt less negative on, so I started with the hunter and they say like Holden and Doth and Yi and stuff. And I was like, this is fucking dumb. I don't know if I can do this for a whole game. There are some old English words that I don't think are old English words. No. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's just that community talks like that. So once I got out of there and I saw that the rest of the world doesn't communicate that way, I, I actually take it more as a joke than I think that they're saying it's talking like that. Seriously. If you played Bravely Default, there's a lot of humor in it. And I almost think that that way of speaking is supposed to be humorous. Yeah. Uh, what, no. uh, so you started with uh, who did you start with, Alex? Uh, Hunter. Oh, okay. Uh, who did you? Who was your second uh, character? Which way did you go? I north or south? Remember, I don't. Rem- I went north, but I don't remember what the character was. But uh, Ophelia. You, Ophelia. Okay. Did you know that um, whatever character you start with is in your party for the entire game? Yep. So like. Uh, like mm. apparently you have to really like the first character because you can never take them out for the rest of the game. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I like my first character. He's okay. I picked Cyrus, the scholar. Dollar, yeah. It was a tough choice between him and the hunter. I really enjoyed uh, his opening storyline. Uh, I, I, on the contrast, I thought it went really quickly. I was basically done and leaving town within the hour yeah, I think it feels slower than it really is. I don't think it takes more than an hour to get through any of the opening dialogue. Yeah, mm. it's it's just, I don't know. I was like, come on, okay. I, I think it's like the text scroll speed, especially in like the like narrative parts, not just like the exposition. Just yeah, it's just like, always turn up to the fastest. <laughs> but even, even when it's just like the static screen and then like text appearing on it, those are always so slow, it seems like. I thought I turned up the text speed. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I went where I'm Ophelia. I went down to the hunter and then down to the thief. And I thought yeah, the I'm, thief was pretty neat. I'm in the Ophelia stuff. I have a little bit of time left, but I kind of have been taking it a little slow, so I probably won't have time to go do a third one. Uh, yeah. Because it's the prologue caps you at three hours, and I'm over two hours and not done with Ophelia's story yet. Oh, uh, yeah. It, I'm about 90 minutes go, in. Let me so go a little over three hours like enough oh, to cool. finish it let me like it was enough to let me finish like the thief's like intro cool like maybe like i could have kept playing if i didn't save i guess but then you can't save <laughs> so. yeah it doesn't seem like they i they seem like they're doing the prologue timer stuff smart in that like nobody's gonna not Nobody's going to try to play that far <laughs> without saving, you know, like. Yeah, well, because uh, apparently, like, you can, like, restart it whenever, and you can just, like, if you, like, figure out which, what stories you like, you could just, like, speed run through all the stuff. Yeah. And then you have to skip all the dialogue and then get as far as you can without, uh, yeah, Interesting. I don't know. There are areas that are locked out of the prologue, though, even if... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, pro- it probably doesn't let you go past, like, or start Chapter 2 or something. Yeah. But... Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I've got this one coming in the post next week. 
I'll I'll definitely play it. But it's coming the same day as Captain Toad. Uh, so that's kind of the difficult choice because I've never played Captain Toad and I've played 90 minutes Swords Path Traveler. So <laughs> I don't want to like cut off Alex's point or anything on it if you weren't digging in as much, but it seems to me that Octopath kind of fills a similar space that Bravely Default does to me. I played a ton of Bravely Default. I didn't actually finish it because it was super long, but I loved what I played. Um, they that team seems to make games for people that don't play a lot of JRPGs, because um, that's totally me. I like have the nostalgia and have the like. I want to say I like JRPGs, but then every time I try to play one, I go like, eh, and I play it for two hours and then I drop out of it. And they seem to hit this formula like I love anthology stories, so I'm really excited because I feel like with the way that this game is structured, I could play through a character's story and maybe not finish the overarching narrative, but feel like I like had a good time with the thing. Um, and it seems less daunting, I guess, than the idea. Like I've had, I've been sitting on Xenoblade Chronicles for months and like, I haven't started it really earnestly. Cause I know it's just going to be like a 200 hours. Not that's an exaggeration. I know, but like hundred hour thing. Um, so the idea of a game like Octopath is really appealing. And then when you pair that with like, it's really gorgeous and the combat is nothing special but it, it it's something like it's solid just clicks really well i think but i could see how like if you're playing a lot of those kinds of games maybe it wouldn't offer enough sorry i had to defend the plat flowers from my cat <laughs> This little guy, he looks cute, but he's actually loves eating the flowers that people buy for his this mother. Is, this is a good podcast. Yes, <laughs> it's a really good audio podcast. Yeah, I woke, okay. what woke me up this morning was my cat crawling on my face and chewing on my beard. Oh, <laughs> good snack. Yeah. yeah. At least he's semi behaving himself. They used to go mental at like 10 o'clock. So like 10 o'clock would roll around and they'd be like, right, time to chase each other everywhere, all over the house, up and down, over people. Oh no, <laughs> he just fell. <laughs> He's a real stupid cat. Nobody can see this. Yeah. <laughs> so did you, have, uh, did you have thoughts on it, Alex? I don't know if there was... Not really. Okay. Like... I didn't get that much deeper than the last time we talked about it, so. Okay, uh, I'll definitely play it. Uh, I, think yeah, I think I'm going to play it too. The, most of the reason being that I really think that demo was great. Like, they gave us three hours. They let us carry it over into the real game. Like, that's kind of all I want from a good demo. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty... There's a, <laughs> There's, they seem very confident in the in the product, and like I like Bravely Default a lot, and um, I don't know, I just I like what's going on with the combat. It's simple, but not it has something more than just buttoning through everything. Um, Dan like it loves it. Yeah, I mean, I actually tend so to usually the games that he likes, I I usually also like. Um, a lot of stuff he doesn't like, I think he's crazy for, but. At least the stuff that he does like, I usually think is good. So, it doesn't have yeah. lasers in space, and you don't fight robots, so it's okay. You don't yeah. know that. I, yeah. 
You've only I, played three hours of that game. That is that is true. It's actually trying to trick a spiritual sequel. If there, if you fight robots in space with lasers, I will be very into that. Hmm. If this is Frog Factions Three. Oh. Frog Fractions Three is already out. Frog Frog to Path Traveler. <laughs> I I I'm on the fence about whether or not I want to play this game. I feel like I don't want to. Yeah, I should. I kind of went back and forth on whether or not I was even going to bother with the prologue, to be honest. Like, for a long time, I was like, I really like Bravely Default, but I don't have time for this shit, and I have a big backlog of stuff, and I can't stick with anything right now anyway. And yeah. The thought that you go, I, hmm, I could not play the first three hours of this game now because I, because I don't have the time, or I could not play or i could play the game later it's still i don't know it's just the thing is that i do have the time really yeah, it's just that yeah. i'm having a hard time being like locked in by things oh, like yeah, i started back as a zero and played that for a few hours and really liked what i was playing but it just didn't like like i didn't continue to play it and yeah that's just the story of my life recently uh so I, i've been the same i haven't been able to know things like grabbed me so much where i'm like oh i have to finish this i feel like Uh, that's also happening to me but i feel like it's because of this podcast i feel like i have to bring something uh, new every week so i can't play something that's going to take me more than um, no y'all ain't holding me back yeah (laughs) i definitely don't plan on bringing something new every week once spider-man comes out you're gonna hear about swinging physics for a month i mean i could be talking about like tom clancy's the division but a very good video game. Uh, I have been like plugging away at like some games that are gonna take a lot longer, like Dungan Rumpa. But um, <laughs> I'll get there eventually. When I when I finish it, I'll bring it. I started the second one. I got to the first save point and I turned it off. <laughs> I back. But that was like I started immediately after the first one. So I was like, mm. I don't need another yeah. forty hour game. I mean right I still now. play like two or three games of Overwatch at least a week, so we could talk about Overwatch. I, I mean, just started Hollow Knight. I want to no, that too. There's no the, the the one game that I have played this week. Well, two games I've played this week is I played a lot of Fortnite and played like a match or so every day. Uh, and I've played like any days when I've not been watching stuff on the train. I've played like ninety plus minutes of Luminies. Which what? Of what? <laughs> what? Oh, how how are you supposed to actually pronounce it? Luminous? Luminous. Okay, Luminous. <laughs> I played... What? Okay, so when I was at university in my first year in 2004, Luminous came out and no, I didn't listen to podcasts. Nobody says it in the game, so none of us knew how to pronounce it and we all called it Luminies <laughs> and that's just stuck. Enough. So You were in uh, college in 2004? Yeah, it's my first year. <laughs> I'm old, Erica. Jesus I was grade. <laughs> that would have been my last year of middle school. Okay, cool. My, my first year of middle school. I was in high, I was in high school. <laughs> I, mean, I was almost in high school. I mean, technically, if it makes you feel better, I wasn't in high school at all because I homeschooled. So, like, I wasn't in any school ever until, like, college. The games. I'm 32 years old. Leave me alone. You're a dad. That's why yeah, you make such bad jokes. Yeah, I make bad jokes because these are funny amongst my peers. 
Oh my uh, god. <laughs> what I'm going to see if I can get my best man to record my wedding speech because it's pretty good. There's <laughs> a bar team visual aid. Oh no. <laughs> Don't ruin your own wedding. <laughs> hey, if anyone's going to ruin the wedding, it should be him. That's a fair yeah. point. Well, really, it should probably be his fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, th- I think she's got a vested interest. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, the only other thing I've been playing is uh, Luminous. Uh, but uh, I, I thought that I was shit at Luminous. And then I've heard a lot of people talking about, they're like, oh, I'm really pleased to get to their first hour game. And the first game I played of Luminous Remastered, I played for about an hour and 40 minutes. Who dies in Luminous? <laughs> It, it's easy to die past the like hour and a half mark. I feel like because basically after an hour and a half, uh, everything is like triage. I haven't played it since the first one came out, but I remember back when that one came out, I was very much. It very much seemed like it wasn't that it was hard to beat the game. It was that you needed the score. It was all about the yeah. score. Uh, I've never, I've never played never... it, but I bought it and I haven't touched it yet. That's uh, good. I, I have the phone. It's it's decent on phones. That's the only place I've played it though. Uh, touch controls are, eh, but the, it's really good on Switch because of the segmented D-pad. I find that amazing for Tetris-style puzzle games. How do you feel about the the Rumble? Oh, I turned that shit off like instantly. Like <laughs> maybe maybe but thirty to forty seconds into shining, I was like, nah, I let's go. Balls are in luminous. Not, no, not, not enough. Too many. Uh, you know what we could do, though? We could move swiftly on to the next segment, which is the return, Ooh. triumphant return of the quiz. Did Alex uh, get to talk about anything? I didn't play anything. I watched a lot of anime and watched some streams. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> How was your anime? It's good. It's really good. Um, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. I, I, saw, a, very I saw a clip from Hinamatsuri when I watched the Giant Bomb oh anime God, panel. So good. It was it was the clip where he spins her around and slams her foot into the wall. Yep. Yep. And he breaks her leg. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like having yeah. the she's like having a super great day, and they're like both really happy. And then he's like, "Yay! Spin, spin, spin! Slam!" And then she's in the then she's in the hospital. Uh, <laughs> it's great. I watched an uh, anime. I watched a movie. A movie. I, I saw um I saw Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, that's a cute that's a, that's a cute movie. movie. That was so good. It was really really good. Highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, sorry if if you're to, if you're one games. of our five listeners and you are really good at React and music and wow. also C plus plus, we're hiring. <laughs> because <laughs> please help we're so busy that's right uh, fix is hiring yeah i'm not good at any of those things <laughs> warframe is coming i'm learning to but i'm not good at Whoa. any of them either warframe is coming <laughs> yeah to switch? that's, that's kind of hot breaking warframe's coming to switch weird yeah. i'll i'll play that i would play that on switch totally yeah, sure. uh i would if i could maybe import my account from my PlayStation? You probably will not be able to, so... Yeah, I think Sony are not going to let you do that. Thankfully, I have a separate Warframe account for PC from when it came out on PS4, so... Hopefully you haven't logged into PS4, because apparently, you know, the whole Fortnite thing, too. Yep. (laughs) 
Let's move to the quiz. If everyone's let's okay let's with that. Let's let Sam go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question one. Eric has to watch wrestling. Yes, yeah, and I have to exactly. eat dinner too sometime before that. I'm going to drink more beer. Watch wrestling. At the same time, you have to wait at least 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what did Famitsu give Octopath Traveler? I know the answer to this one. They score their games. There are four judges, and they, each of them scores one to ten. And they add that they score together. The score? Do they drop the lowest score? Uh, <laughs> is that, no, do they have no, five? They, and, I don't know. No, they do not drop the lowest score. <laughs> okay, so four judges. Four I'm judges. Sorry, okay. So it could be anything from four to 40. Yep. Okay. So is it A, 36? Is it B, 40, C, 30. Mm. Answers, please. Three, two, oh. one. You're all right. It is hey. A, 36. Hey. I, I don't think anyone actually pays attention to what Famitsu gives games anymore. They don't. No, they do not. No one cares. I, feel, I don't even care. I just happened to Google Octopath I, Traveler and saw that. I feel yeah, like it just if, came up on my Twitter. I feel like if they had given it a forty, that would have been a news story. Yeah. Mm. Well, didn't they gave Breath of the Wild a forty? I think, and that was like yeah. Mine. They also gave. <laughs> didn't they give like Skyward Sword or something? Yeah, they gave sport? something else a forty that was definitely not a forty. Maybe not even a forty Breath out of, of the wild. Ooh. Wow. Skyward oh. Sword. Is a good game. Game. We have a game. trend of people on this podcast being wrong today, so. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Question oh, two. No, they probably gave Wind Waker a good score. That was their mistake. Oh, God, I was, God damn it. Sam's the only person say, that hasn't pissed me off today. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the trend of people getting things wrong in this podcast when we've asked Walsh one question in the quiz and everyone got it right. <laughs> no, but Alex said bad things about Star Wars earlier. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, dark Darth Icky is pretty dumb. <laughs> to be Question fair, he two. said it in confidence to me, and I shared it. Sorry, Sam. Go ahead. <laughs> Wang is the first euphemism for penis said in the Conan Exiles episode of Monster Factory. True or false? I don't. I don't remember. The fuck? Wait, wait. Okay, can I get the question one more time? <laughs> the question is. Wang is the first euphemism for penis said in the Conan Exiles episode of Monster Factory. True or false? A is true, B is false, as always. I don't. Has everyone on the show even seen that? I, I've seen an episode of Monster Factory, but not that one. I've seen that one probably 12 times, but I still don't remember the answer to this question. Uh, one of you guys just I, friggin' activated my phone. <laughs> what sounded it was, like it was what, Wang? It was the word. Apparently, was my phone was just listening for Wang. <laughs> <laughs> listening for Wang is my new uh, indie, indie uh, post-hardcore project. Hey, Wang! Set a reminder. Okay, let's get your answers in three, two, one. Everyone who said false, you are correct. Yes, so they said. Andre. Is it that they say donger? I think they, they say, say donger. Penal. Uh, the question was going to be how many seconds into the video do they say a euphemism for penis 
but it was like 30 seconds and it didn't seem that fun. <laughs> Sounds like my wedding night. I do like that you picked that question about Conan Exiles when there's been enough Conan Exiles news over the past few weeks that like you could have picked an actually interesting question about the game. Shots <laughs> fired. No, 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 no. <laughs> that wasn't a sarcastic I like that you picked that. That was a genuine I like that you picked that question over a real one. <laughs> You're describing every single quiz question that Sam has created. You're going to love question five. (laughs) What is the open critic score? (laughs) (laughs) For Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, That's too old. What was Harmonix's first game? Is it A, Frequency, B, Amplitude, C, iToy, Antigraph? All three games developed by Harmonix. Just which one was first? Sorry, what were A and B? A is frequency. B is amplitude. C is iToy Antigraph. Famitsu did give Wind Waker a 40 out of 40, and that is too high. I will even give you that that's probably too high. Like a 38 out of 40. Yeah, there you go. Okay. This damn question. In three, two, one. Everybody said A, you got a point, which is everyone. Yay. I had a demo disc that had frequency on it. Great game. You got to make a free queue. Any of y'all support that Kickstarter? Uh, I got the Amplitude Kickstarter. I played a lot of that game when it first came out, and then was like, I'm done. I bought it after it came out, but I didn't get the Kickstarter. I seem to think I don't like rhythm games, but I'm apparently wrong a lot. <laughs> I keep bringing them to this oh, podcast. I don't, like, I don't like rhythm games. Oh, I don't like anime. <laughs> that amplitude, the Amplitude remake was a little disappointing, if I'm being completely it honest. Was, yeah, it was. It was. It was but yeah. Frequency is a fucking great. killer. Frequency has great music in it. I wanted to bring back the uh, Rock Band PSP game, Rock Band Unplugged. That was like the coolest fucking game because it was, was just cool. yeah. with great licensed music. Yep. Question four. What's the name of the main character in Resident Evil 7 Biohazard? Is it A, Ethan Summers? Is it B, Ethan Springs? Or is it C, Ethan Winters? Shit. <laughs> this is a good question with good answers. That is a good one. I, I like it. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Knowing my my record on this podcast, I'm going to get this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Can you repeat well, them? Yep. So the A Ethan Summers, B Ethan Springs, C Ethan Winters. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's get your answers in three, two, one. Uh, everyone who said C, you're correct. It's everyone except Erica. I'm wrong. <laughs> was that the end? Oh, oh no. Final question. Oh, that was a good question, though. I was proud of that one. Yes. I did think that everyone would get that wrong because the name's so forgettably boring. <laughs> um, what did Griffin and Justin call their Conan Exiles character? Is it A, Barry Beepis? <laughs> Is it B, Got a wang. <laughs> Jefferson tailpipe. Oh my God. 
up is that one? There's a, if you look up Monster Factory uh, Conan Exiles, somebody has done a TLDR Monster Factory Conan Exiles, Exiles, and it's just like a picture of a Conan character on a cross, and Griffin's going, oh, where's his penis? And then he just clicks something, and he goes, oh, there it is, and then the clip ends, it's like six seconds. <laughs> So let's get your answers in three, two, one. Everyone who said Jefferson Tailpipe, you are correct. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm so happy. Mostly, I, I wasn't sure Sam was funny enough to come up with that on his own. <laughs> I'm extremely funny enough, I'll have you know. But also, Barry Beepus told Sounds like something the McElroys would make up. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can see for for the for the listeners at home, Sam's cat is eating the flowers again. <laughs> Evil cat. Sorry about that. for attending the podcast. We should just do this video with described video of Sam <laughs> Sam's feed at all times, such as the giant cat butt right now. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a positive way for us to. We should do another show. Just, yeah, it's just cat butts. Just call it Cats of Fix. And just that's a, a video show of cat butts. There's a lot of cats between all of us, I'm pretty sure. There really are. Kickstarter stretch goal. Hey, is, uh, just to eat my laptop. Audio uh, descriptions of the video. Speaking <laughs> of doing another show, Erica and I now do another show. Oh yeah, we do. So we started doing comic book fix. It's out every Wednesday. We did one episode, and uh, next we're going to do another one. Yeah. We definitely are. We don't know what we're going to talk about yet, right? Uh, we're talking about Captain America. I oh, think. we are talking about Captain America. We decided. Uh, Captain Porter. Well, I finished reading it, and I feel like it's good. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyone... I don't know. I'm up for it. Uh, yeah, Tarnahisi Coates, I don't know if I pronounced that right or not, um, yeah. is now the new writer on Captain America, and the book is really good. So I would really recommend, uh, really recommend a read of it, and we're going to talk about it properly on Tuesday, release on Wednesday. And that's the fallout from him being a fashion Yeah. Yeah, okay. I saw a headline about it, that's about it. Yeah, uh, I, I I totally give that book a read. Um, if you've got your spare two ninety nine or whatever, would recommend. Uh, we're also, uh, I'm probably going to talk a little bit more about the sport anime turned into a comic that I've been reading. <laughs> CC <Sport>? Alex, <laughs> CC, did you say spore? Sport. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. I heard spore as well. <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone, to disappoint you. I don't uh, care anymore. It's an <laughs> extremely queer uh, sport anime comic about fencing. It's called Fence. It's very good. The writer is called... Uh, no, the artist is called Joanna the Mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm on the fence on that one. Oh, yay. Get out. <laughs> so uh, I've been Sam Harrison this week. You can find me online. Uh, at SGCH on pretty much everything 
um, uh, Alex, people can Google you, I understand. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you applied for his job. <laughs> go, yeah. go to LinkedIn and search for AudioWorks. <laughs> We're accepting applications now. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, I hate LinkedIn with a fiery passion. I have to do it all the time for work. It's the worst. I deleted all the horrible weird salespeople that keep trying to add me there. Oh, I keep getting a lot of those too. There's a because... dude who wants me to move to the island he lives on and keeps messaging me. I'm like, ooh, maybe not. Why? Why? Yeah. I don't That's know. More weird. Than I get. Yep. I get. That's what get being people. a lady is like on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. Is it the new Tinder? Wait, is it an <laughs> island as in like he owns a private island or is it like Malaysia? It's not Malaysia, but I don't remember what island it was. It was an island that I had heard of, but never heard anyone living there before, if that makes it, sense. It's <laughs> it Liberty Island. Mal Europe. Mal Europe. I'm, I'm looking the, it up now. Is it, is it the, Faroe, island. the Faroe Islands? Uh, I don't know. Madagascar. The Isle of Man. No, people TT on that. They live the, there. The Canary Islands. I've been to the Isle of Wight. It's nice there. I'm checking my LinkedIn messages right now to let you know where it was. <laughs> Just keep naming <laughs> islands then. Okay, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, which is kind of like an island where everyone, it's, it's a, um, billions of people parachute onto a social media feed on Twitter. It's the um, Isle of Man. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, you're right. Been there. Yeah, but yeah, you can find me at Coolslaw, C O O L S L four W. That's, you know, I'm AKA Yuki Chan's Papa's Papa coming at you. <laughs> and uh, Erica, where can people find you on LinkedIn? <laughs> Please don't find me on LinkedIn. I'm trying to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to hire me, on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Unless you want to hire me, then then you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I have another podcast called Tempered Expectations. You could also find me on Comic Book Fix now with Sam, um, and you can find me on Twitter at Erica, spelled A I R E H C U H. Cool. And um, Pat. Find me at Jester PC uh, and at GamingAndConfidence.com. Excellent. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, Comic Book Fix is going to be broken out into its own feed just because otherwise uh, this episode will be up for like one and a half days and then ours will go up for the rest of the week. And I feel like, you know, uh, keeping it separate allows both episodes to breathe a little. It'll be separate um, but equal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so just search for us on your podcatcher of choice and maybe that will work. <laughs> Apparently, we can submit our podcast to iTunes once we have five episodes because a friend of mine did that. So maybe not iTunes, uh, Spotify. Maybe we should do that because I know a lot of people listen to podcasts on Spotify now. Yeah, the cool kids use Spotify. Yeah. Yep. We we have been submitted to there. Don't worry. Oh, Harrison they, they, they podcast. They just they just don't get back to us very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. So we will speak to you all next week. And uh, oh, next week is the last week before my wedding, so I may have some games to say. I may even not be able to attend. But uh, yeah, next week's my birthday. Oh, nice. uh, we should birthday. do something. Hmm? Excellent. <laughs> Sorry. Cake. Yeah. 
Yeah, we should. We should have a cake. <laughs> ship, I'll get a cake and ship each piece around the world to everyone on the show. Mm, yes. Mm. I mean, anyway. Sam has to send pieces of wedding cake to us. Yep. Exactly. You can have as much fruitcake as you want. You can have a lot. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Wrestling! Wrestling. <laughs> Video games and comic books. <laughs> Cat Star Wars. Wars. It's good. Alex, did you say cat dog? No, I said cat butts. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were just like Thank slowly you. transition that into old. the cat dog fan cast that I've been trying to get off the ground for three years. <laughs> cat dog rewatch podcast. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>